and welcome everyone to Live Dharma Sunday for October 30th, 2016. Koyo Kubosa here. So very glad you joined us. Halloween weekend. Um, I'm not sure of the origin of this holiday. Um, Trick-or-treating. and you know, uh, it, it might be a unique in its present form, unique American holiday. Uh, and on that topic, I have been advocating uh, observing what might be called American Dharma holidays. And this is simply to uh, piggyback on uh, the holidays that we observe, not just the major ones, but you know, every month uh, has some kind of holidays, whether it's St. Patrick's Day or even Columbus Day, President's Day. Um, and each holiday has a sort of a theme, and you can use that theme and relate it to some teachings. You know, be creatively, make it, something that could give us some insights about how to uh, learn about ourselves. For example, Halloween, well, everyone wears costumes, literally, but figuratively speaking, we all have masks that we wear social masks or roles, whether it's of your occupation or a sports fan or uh, a parent or child, a sibling, Um, and we could also say we wear a mask, um, and we might forget that we have a mask on. Who am I? And we might confuse who we are with our masks. And of course, in Buddhism, since self-introspection and self-reflection, you know, first, know thyself. And um, we have a lot of uh, labels for the kind of masks that we wear. And we have to wear these masks okay? because in, in society we do have these roles or responsibilities and a lot of times we gladly fulfill them. Would it be a mistake if we confuse who we truly are with these masks and, of course, you could also uh, sort of riff off on uh, things and the bad things about masks. Um, it's a known psychological fact, I guess, from research that when someone has, uh, has some anonymity 
you know, because of the mask, and say like um, soldiers, it's not an accident that soldiers have uniforms. And this kind of gives them anonymity or, you know, reduces their personal identity and you become a soldier. And then it allows you to, well, go fight. Fight the enemy. Even though you're personally, you might not want to hurt somebody or kill somebody else. But if you got the uniform on, sanctioned. You know. So every holiday can, can potentially be nice and to access the teachings. And I think it's especially nice for families because if they have children, there's, there's always some kind of excitement built in culturally to holidays, and you could piggyback on this. You don't have to uh, you have a head start to build it up so much. Ooh, and then you take advantage of this, and you can utilize it in your own personal family way, and, uh, and they, then the whole family and children grow up with oh, holidays, and holidays can also be a time for learning about oneself, one's place in the world, and so forth. Well, I want to introduce today's guest to give us a Dharma glimpse. She pre-recorded her uh, her talk, as uh, some of our Bright Dawn Lay ministers do, and um, her name is Linda Shoyo. Sho is smile, the Chinese calligraphy for this particular show is smile. So her Dharma name is Smiling Sun. Or it could be, you know, Smile and Sun. Sho Yo could be the sun is smiling or uh, smiling on us. Or what is the importance of, spiritual importance of a smile? Whenever you see a, a Buddha statue, quite often they have that very slight, gentle smile. Famous Mona Lisa has a famous, mysterious smile. Why is the Dharma, why is the Dalai Lama always smiling? <laughs> or why is the Buddha always smiling? Reflecting some kind of a spiritual peace of mind, I guess. Uh, to be able to, you know, in addition to social smiles and you know things like this, to be able to smile to life, no matter what the situation is. Um, Thich Nhat Khan, he talks about smiling quite a bit. You, know, you take a breath, present centered. And smile in addition to all the physiological aspects of a smile what it does to one's uh, biochemistry in a sense and all of these things could be contained in the in the teaching about smiling 
can one smile, the spiritual smile, even when one is uh, seriously ill? And, and, uh, as a very aged senior citizen? Uh, um, so to be able to smile is a tremendous thing. And also, of course, in, in human interpersonal relationships, you always, if you see a smile, that um, makes everyone feel good. Well, I don't know what she's going to talk about today, but let's hear from Linda Shoyo. Good morning, everyone, and uh, thank you, Reverend Coyle and Adrian Sensei, for inviting me to do this Dharma Clumps. The topic I chose is very familiar to Bright Dawn, and it's how I apply it in my own life. So the Dharma glimpse is every day is a good day and every day is a new day. When I was in the lay ministry program, I heard that Reverend Coyle would wake up every morning with a mantra, every day is a good day. I believe it was passed on by his father, Reverend Guillaume. I thought, how can that be? How could it be a good day when I experienced so much pain? How could it be a good day if Donald Trump becomes president? How could it be a good day if someone I love dies? How could it be a good day if I get into an argument with a friend or family member? How could it be a good day if nothing seems to go right that day? How could it be a good day when I'm overwhelmed with anxiety and sadness? I have been contemplating these questions for a long time, I guess ever since I finished the lay ministry program at Bright Dawn. I have come to my own conclusion that every day can be a good day because I can make that my decision. No one can decide for me. No one owns my mind. I am not a victim of other opinions or beliefs or even a victim of my own feelings. I am not a victim of the world, I see. My Buddha nature doesn't change because the circumstances in the world appear to change. Only my feelings might change. Nothing that is subject to change is real. So pain can't ruin my day unless I decide it can. Pain is uncomfortable, but I don't have to suffer as a result of the pain. It is the meaning I give to the pain that will result in my suffering or experiencing a good day. If I give the pain meaning that I have a serious illness or could die from this pain, then I will suffer with tremendous fear. But I could also see pain as a teacher. What is the pain teaching me about my beliefs? Am I a victim of this body? Is the body my true identity? If I leave the body, does the essence of my Buddha nature leave with me? How I answer these questions will determine whether this is a good day or a day of suffering. If Donald Trump becomes president, will this be the end of a good day or many days? Am I going to let Donald Trump run my mind and control me? Am I a victim of Donald Trump? Am I going to let his fear define me? Or can I see that Donald Trump is a picture of fear and underneath all of his bravado, his Buddhist nature remains unchangeable? Can I help transform the picture of fear into love and compassion by coming from my loving Buddha essence? By being love and extending love, can I bring light into a darkened, 
fearful world? How I answer this question will again be the difference between having a good day or a day filled with fear and despair. How could it be a good day when someone I love dies? Yes, I can feel sad, but do I have to suffer? His body or her body may have passed, but her Buddha or his Buddha essence never dies. It is immortal. So it seems that nothing seems to go right with the day, including getting into arguments with friends. So how could that be a bit good day? Again, it is a meaning I give to circumstances that will determine my day. How I view the world starts within, with my thinking about the meaning I give to everything. Everything in the world can be an opportunity to look at my thinking and decide if I need to change my thinking from fear to peace and love. Every day is a new day. I can decide every day the day I want. My mind is very powerful, and I do get to decide. Do I want to think with Buddha thoughts or with ego thoughts? I can make the decision every day and in every moment when I don't experience peace. So I am learning that my Buddha nature is not fearful, doesn't cause suffering, and is free from all of the world's thinking and beliefs. I am invited to go within and look deep into my mind and see what is the cause of my suffering. I do believe from my own experience that the cause is how I view things, how I think about things, what false beliefs from the past am I still holding on to and bringing into the present. Beliefs can be changed, and when I look for the truth, it is there right in my mind. And the truth will set me free, and every day can be a good day. So thank you for allowing me to share this glimpse. Thank you very much. You know, my father often used that phrase, every day is a good day, and... um, it all depends on what good means. And clearly it's not the relative good versus bad, but it's good with a capital G, an absolute good, um, which means the same as reality, absolute reality. By absolute, we mean no comparisons. See, that's what absolute means. Relative means, yeah, you're comparing. So absolute reality or oneness, oneness, Uh, whenever there's two, that means you can compare higher, lower, fair, unfair. What that Buddha nature, if you want to call it that, or... Uh, absolute reality to to resonate to that because it's it is us and we can can we go with this flow of universal life that supports and underlies our everybody's individual lives and that's what Buddhism and the teaching is all about so That's all for today's broadcast. Until next time, keep going, and you have a wonderful day. Thank you.